Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Are you ready? Oh my goodness, last thing you ever want is dead air on your show, and I just had probably two seconds of it. Oh my goodness. So hey, how are y'all doing? How was y'all's week? How's your weekend going? I thought we'd do a fun segment tonight about TV shows and movie reviews, but first and foremost, I want to make sure I mention that the new season of Ballers on HBO comes out tonight, and I'm looking forward to having Omar Miller hopefully on the show soon. I know um, he had messaged me on Twitter saying he would... um, be on my show welcome you know be open to coming back being a guest again soon uh as he was at wimbledon and check out he's got a really cool podcast uh check out the ozone with him and his brother terry omar miller and terry miller they are such funny guys and i was telling my husband earlier all about the podcast i was like you know i don't know a lot about sports but i listen to the podcast not just because of omar but because 
I laugh so much listening to it. It's awesome. Omar Miller is my favorite actor, an awesome guy. I had the privilege of, of getting to meet and interview him when Super Bowl was in Dallas when it snowed all that weekend, crazy enough, in Dallas, Texas, uh, several years ago now. And I just adore him. And uh, the most humble celebrity you'll ever meet, let me tell you, down-to-earth guy, awesome guy. And I, I love Ballers. It's a really good show. The Rock's on it. There's a lot of big stars, uh, actors and athletes included. So check it out. The new season starts tonight on HBO. So I hope to have him on the show soon. I've been uh, really, really blessed to know him and ha- I've had him on, I guess, a few times before as well. So in the meantime, uh, we'll be talking about some TV shows and movie reviews. i Myself, seen a couple of movies recently. I saw Spider-Man Homecoming and Valerian. I actually saw Valerian today. So really, hmm, I have mixed feelings about that movie. <laughs> I'll explain it here in a bit, but I uh, definitely got mixed reviews on that one. The movie I really can't wait to see is called The Emoji Movie. That just looks adorable. So cute. Well, I don't know. It looks cute. The trailer's cute. I haven't seen the movie yet. It comes out July 28th. I can't wait. So, uh, y'all know I'm still trying to memorize the switchboard phone number because they changed it on me from a while back. So, let me uh, find it for you here real quick and let you know how you can call in to the show and or um, you can always message me on Twitter. Your thoughts will be on live on air because I know some people prefer that because they're a bit shy. So, uh, Coffee Talk WC on Twitter is my Twitter name. Tweet me on, on Twitter uh, again at Coffee Talk WC, or I hope you'll call in so I can hear your beautiful voices. There's a couple ways you can call in. You can either call live, the old fashioned way like I do, <laughs> 323 is the area code, so 323 642 1556, or you can call in through the internet. Go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash coffee talk with Shell. Shell spelled C H E L E. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Ha ha ha. I know, such a cheesy joke. Anyway, um, yeah, so call uh, either way, by phone or through the Internet. Just make sure you got the headset, microphone all hooked up to your computer or what have you so I can hear you. And uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but you can actually listen by phone, too. A lot of people, of course, listen either by phone or if you miss part of the episode, you can go back and listen to the whole episode. As uh, It's also a podcast on iTunes. I love it podcast oh my goodness uh i've thought well i host one i should listen to uh, others so my two favorite podcasts if you want to check them out i mentioned omar miller's podcast the ozone the sports podcast and also my other absolute favorite podcast because i'm an aspiring comedian it's called school of laughs by rick roberts so if you yourself have ever thought about doing stand-up comedy to really any level or if you're even a, a you know a seasoned comedian, you will learn something each and every time you listen to that podcast, uh, every episode. This last one was amazing. It was with a, a lady that's been doing it for, man, a few decades now. She's in her 70s. Her name is uh, Jean, Jeannie, uh, Jean Robertson. Uh, awesome, awesome lady. And uh, well, she calls herself a humorist. I learned the difference between a humorist and a comedian. And uh, it's pretty interesting. So I listened to the podcast episode, the most recent one, and you'll see what I'm talking about. All right. In the meantime, let me play a song as I try to finish gathering everything together here. Running a few minutes behind. My apologies for that. And I'll make sure to tell you, and like the best customer service restaurant experience I've ever had was last night. And it turned out it was the bartender. The bartender and being my favorite waitress ever. <laughs> Shout out to Whitney at Spaghetti Warehouse in Arlington, Texas. I adore her. She has no idea how how much she really just made the whole experience so pleasant. And uh, 
it's so ironic, but I'll explain that further in a bit too. But yeah, I didn't, I don't really drink much. I had no alcohol. She just was the bartender that happened to be my waitress. So I'll explain that and shout it again to Whitney at Spaghetti Warehouse in Arlington. All right. So yeah, I'll tell you a little more about my weekend too. It was pretty cool. I saw an old high school friend, the Dr. Who fan that owns a, a TARDIS prop. It was really fun. Uh, really cool. Okay. So in the meantime, let me find another song. When I come back, I'll tell you a little more about my weekend and we'll get diving into the TV shows and movie reviews. I really can't wait to hear your thoughts on Big Brother and the movies. <laughs> I always say, it's so weird. I didn't start watching Big Brother until like a few seasons ago, a few years ago. And I always say afterwards, each year, I will not watch Big Brother. I will not. I Literally, I will repeat it a hundred times a lot. I will not watch Big Brother this year. I will not watch. And I do. I still do every time. The only thing I've been really good about is I record the Big Brother after dark, and I've only seen maybe 30 minutes of it. It's the first summer I haven't been staying up late watching Big Brother after dark. Normally, I just have that like kind of my background noise and watch it while I crochet or whatever. But this time, I've been really good about like reading books, listening to NPR news, being a little more productive, doing housework. So I'm not as bad. I'm mostly just watching the the you know two three shows. A week so and I don't watch a lot of TV so it's only like three hours of TV a week really if I just watch Big Brother right well I do watch America's Got Talent too but hey that's only like four or five hours of TV so it's still not too bad but I know I'm one of those people where I say I don't watch TV but yeah I do have Netflix yeah I do watch <laughs> Netflix movies <laughs> stuff like that then I watch documentaries too I'm I'm kind of one of those nerdy people I love to learn can you believe I love to learn so much and this no joke ask my friends when I was in college, I would sneak in to, with them to their classes because I wanted to, like, get a full experience and wide range and just learn more and more and more. I still love learning. So, like, when I watch a movie, and I don't know if y'all do this. A few people I know sometimes do this since they're intrigued by the topics. I do this all the time. If I watch a movie, a TV show, a documentary, what have you, nine times out of ten, I find myself going to, like, Wikipedia <laughs> At night, like the online version of back in the day when I'm old school. I've been saying that a lot lately. I'm old school, but I had a whole encyclopedia set when I was a child, okay? I'm one of those people that would like literally just start with the alphabet, start from A to Z and just read a page or two a day and just learn as much as I could. Of course, I wasn't like a valedictorian or anything like that. I was on a roll in high school and that's about it, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then I was in and out of college for 10 years, go figure mm-hmm. hey. Anyway, <laughs> oh my goodness me, I am off on a tangent like always Okay, let me play a song, I'll be right back after that and tell you about my weekend And then we'll dive into the reviews on the TV shows and movies Alright, oh, but again, I'll keep watching the switchboard in the meantime If you want to call, uh, if I don't answer right away, hang tight Just, um Oh my goodness, let me find my switchboard number again. Sorry, guys and gals. 323-642-1556. Again, call into the switchboard if you want to talk about some TV shows, movie reviews, including Big Brother, uh, or the movies Valerian, Spider-Man Homecoming, any other movies. I haven't seen a lot of movies lately, so maybe you can tell me, you know, suggest a movie to me that would be really good or today. Yeah, Shell, you should go see this, or no, Shell, you should totally not go see this one. Don't waste your time and money, right? Okay, so call in again at 323-642-1556. All right, and here we go. Let me find that song. Give me just a second. Okay, where is it? I had a song in mind, and now I can't find it. Ah. 
Oh, oh, exactly. And a month from today, I get to see Michael Fronty at Spearhead, my favorite band. Yay! Shout out to Mr. Fronty, reunited Dopty like me. So I should play one of their songs. So here's a really cool, upbeat song called Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Fronty and Spearhead. Enjoy. So, 
again, that was Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Beautiful song. So, um, I don't know why. Oh, I'm trying to, like, post these messages on Twitter and Facebook, you know, how letting everyone know the show's on air and how to call in and all that. And it's just, I don't know. What's that called where you only have so many characters that fit in your message, your post? Oh, my goodness. I'm struggling with it. So, I'm going to try to talk and do this at the same time. I'll just kind of tell you real quick about my nice weekend. I had fun. So... Um, yeah, so, uh, shout out to my old high school friend, David Dunlap. Thank you so much to you and your awesome friends for hosting a Doctor Who event. They had Doctor Who Day at Barnes & Noble at Park Mall, Arlington, Texas, yesterday, last night. And, uh, it's having to be like five minutes from the spaghetti warehouse. And, uh, heads up, I know how to find some good deals. I really should host a whole episode about coupons and all that, which is weird because I'm not actually one of those people that, like, coupon, not one of those coupon clippers. Um, I just know how to find like savings and good deals here and there it's kind of weird how you think I would be a coupon clipper but I'm not my mother-in-law was me sure SMP she was she was awesome about that she would like literally take all these coupons cut them out and mail them to all the family members including us like every week it was really nice and I'm very thoughtful of her so uh so what I did was starting a few years ago I signed up for you know like restaurants you can like sign up for uh, email club, whatever, you know, they'll email you specials, whatever. So I recommend this to everyone. <laughs> Put your email in restaurant list. And when your birthday comes up, like like uh, Spaghetti Warehouse, a lot of times you'll get a nice freebie or coupon. So Spaghetti Warehouse is the best one I've found so far. It is a free entree and dessert. Uh, we chose spaghetti with meatballs for the entree. And then the, the desserts, um, you don't choose desserts, the Simone dessert, which basically is a sundae with like, Neapolitan ice cream. It was so good. And it's so much food. We shared it. I mean, really, it's it's too much food for just me. So we just split the meal and I don't even eat much spaghetti. Oh, and it came with salad. So I mostly ate the salad and like two bites of spaghetti and like three, four bites of ice cream. But uh, it was so good. So what happened was um, a couple things. I learned that my friend owns this TARDIS prop and just happened to be, you know, doing this Doctor Who event five minutes from the spaghetti warehouse, also in Arlington, the closest restaurant location to me so it really worked out because I was already planning on doing this dinner my birthday's on Tuesday and I know it sounds silly but I'm not really celebrating my birthday I just enjoy the freebie coupons but my birthday is just not it's not a thing to me anymore I'm sorry I'm going to be honest with you it kind of gets me depressed I don't want to get in detail I just don't care about my birthday but it's nice to get free food (laughs) so anyway um yeah so I got there, and they say it's like 20, 25-minute wait. My husband's very impatient. If you don't know him, people know him will tell you. He's very impatient, uh, especially when it comes to <laughs> restaurants and stuff like that. He just does not want to wait. So we were kind of like, I don't want to say arguing, but we had a little disagreement because I I was ready, you know, to, to wait. You know, I was like, oh, I'll just go to the bar and get a soda. I don't really drink much alcohol. So I was like, let's just go to the bar, sit there and get, you know, Coca-Cola wait um because you know for the 20 25 minute wait list to get a regular table oh man but my husband oh my goodness he saw the opportunity (laughs) he saw that the bar had a seating area not just you know at the bar like the regular stools chairs whatever but they actually had a little booth area so it was very tiny booth mind you but that's okay and he was like oh look shell 
we could sit at the booth and eat. And I was like, no, uh, let's just stay here and wait. And then the bartender was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll serve you the table. And she was so nice. I'm not kidding that she, because of her and her awesome customer service, shout out again to Whitney, I decided, okay, sure. I honestly would do that all over again. I would sit in a small chair, small booth, what have you, just to have the best service. And that was her. I, I can't explain it. You know, you know, it just, I just had the best nicest server like the best customer service she was so pleasant so nice she was always on top of things and I don't know how she did it she was bartending like these large parties where she'd have to go there and make all these drinks and then you know doing the bar and then doing these booth tables and the you know the booth uh like ours you know in the bar area she was just on top of things I cannot stop talking about her because it was the best like restaurant experience I've ever had and I was a waitress on 9-11 mind you, near DFW International Airport when everyone was stranded and, oh my gosh, it was the busiest day I've ever worked over 12 hours straight, nonstop. And I always said, if I can get through that, I can do any job. And I still feel that way because of that that day, that experience. And um, so I told her that. I was like, I was a waitress on 9-11. And I, like, that was the toughest day ever for, of course, all of us, but, you know, for my job experience too. And I said, so I just want you to know that's coming from me <laughs> with that background. I'm telling you, you are the best. Sir, I know you're the lead bartender here, but you're the best waitress I've ever had. So I'll definitely go back. And I, I mean, I'll be honest, I hadn't gone to Spaghetti Warehouse since my last birthday. <laughs> so it's the last freebie. And But now I'll go back to that location before my next birthday just because of her. So shout out again to Whitney at Spaghetti Warehouse in Arlington. It's not every day you get awesome customer service, so I just can't stop talking about this awesome girl. And, uh, again, thanks. Shout out to my old high school friend. We were in band together. He was percussion. I was percussion season, concert season. He was percussion marching season. And a uh, lucky guy. <laughs> I was flag corps marching season. But, anyway, um, yeah, uh, background story. I played violin for four years, and then the first day of my sophomore year, I always wanted to be in band, and finally just decided to change gears, which is very unusual in music to just switch like that, especially after four years of violin. But I did it, and I compromised with the band director. Shout out to Mr. McGahey that uh, was willing to work with me on that, and the way that worked was, well, okay, Shell, you already know how to play piano, so we'll switch you into percussion during concert season, starting with the uh, xylophone, because it's kind of like you know piano, and then Oh, hold on, my dog's scratching himself. Don't. Puppy, no. His name's Prescott. I call him Puppy and Boo Boo all the time. Boo Boo, no. I love you. You want to say hi? You want to say hi on air? No. Okay, he's giving me kisses. Ugugumashka, I love you. I love you. That's why I say my birth dad. So we carry on that tradition, don't we, Puppy? Boo Boo, Ugugumashka? Yeah, Eskimo kisses. I love you. I love you. All right. Sorry. I got to always make time for loving my doggy. Oh, my nine-year-old Prescott. Love him so much. He's my teddy bear come to life, y'all. Where was I? Oh, oh yeah. So I played violin four years. I was supposed to be the first violin my sophomore year, but I switched to band and I compromised and I did flat core and I did percussion concert season, flat core um, marching season, and then uh, did percussion and then eventually I did um, French horn, wind instrument. Anyway, so I get back to my friend David Dunlap. He was a uh, uh, percussionist played like the bass drum uh marching season i think also concert season and 
because uh, I was in second band, which is like not as good, <laughs> which is, of course, you know, because I wasn't going to be a first band when I started so late. Oh, I couldn't get that good that fast. I tried. I really tried. I practiced. I took tutoring lessons with instruments and everything, but you know, hey, I tried. I taught myself how to read music in fourth grade, so hey, and how to play piano, so there you go. And then more recently, I taught myself how to read bass clips so I could teach myself how to play guitar, but oh, I missed that. I need to get back in music so bad. Okay, yeah, I'm getting off on lots of tangents. I feel like Ellen DeGeneres and her stand-up, how she does that sometimes, you know? That's just time normally every day. Anyone that knows me will tell you that. That's just, you never know what, where the topic's going to go when you talk to me. You never, never know. But that's part of the fun. And I'm talking like 100 miles per hour right now. I feel it. I can feel it. So let me slow down and remember where I was going <laughs> with the story. Uh, my friend. It was really cool to see you, David Dunlap, in case you tune in live or listen later, and for everyone to hear that you're an awesome guy, and it was so nice to meet your family, his fiance Abby, his stepdaughter, Piper. He has two other children that are grown adults. I think he said 19 and 24, and he's also a grandfather. I am about to be 43 on Tuesday. I have no children. My dog is my only child. I have been a foster care mom in the past. I'm an adoptee myself, um, but I'm thankful for all I have, and I'm really honestly okay. I, I know people are like, oh my gosh, you don't have kids. That's just terrible. I'm like, I'm I'm okay. Thank you, though. I'm okay. <laughs> I have like 20 nieces and nephews. I'm okay. Thanks, though. <laughs> no, no worries. So um, I'm trying to find the name of this Facebook group for y'all so you can check them out. Let me find it real quick here. Oh, here it is. It is uh, my friend, the Doctor Who friend that owns the TARDIS. His name is David Dunlap, and he's in this group. These really nice people that were like Doctor Who cosplay. They had awesome costumes and just looked great, and they were so kind to me. They're called Whovians. Like if you're like watch Doctor Who a lot, you know a lot. You're a big fan. They call it call themselves Whovians. Uh, I keep saying, well, I'm just a Nuvian because I'm totally new to Doctor Who. I just started watching it this few months ago. I love it. Um, Netflix DVD. I started ordering, uh, you know, on the list, the Netflix, Netflix DVDs, I guess, um, starting from season one on. But then, you know, they had that new season recently, so I recorded it and been watching it on DVR. So good. A lot of people don't like the new season, maybe because I'm a Nubian, not a Whovian so far. I really do like it. I really do. Um, I like the actress on the new season a lot. But Rose so far, Rose Tyler from the old season is my favorite character so far. And the actor David Tennant is my favorite um David Tennant is my favorite Doctor Who so far, but I don't, I truthfully don't know that much. (laughs) Okay, so it's called DFW Cosplay Gallifrey. Uh, DFW and then Cosplay and then Gallifrey is spelled G-A-L-L-I-F-R-E-Y. It looks like you have to request to join the group. So hopefully they'll approve me. It looks like they have around 330 members. They don't my my friend and admin? No. I, I, Brianna, hopefully someone will recognize me and <laughs> let me join. I didn't realize it was a private group, so I don't know. You might have sent them a message that you were listening to Coffee Talk with Shell, and I was talking about how awesome they were, and you wanted to join the, their group. So, again, DFW Cosplay Gallifrey. Really, really cool group of people. So fun. I don't know a lot about cosplay. I learned a little bit. Uh, if you watch Big Brother, I'm going to tie into the TV show and movie reviews now. On Big Brother, there's a guy named Ramsey, and he is a, a cosplay pl- uh, person himself. I think he gets paid, you know, like they go dress in costume, they go to comic book conventions, get paid for these gigs. Sounds like a lot of fun. 
All I know is it is so hot here, like 100-degree weather in Texas, and these poor people yesterday that were all wearing the Doctor Who costumes, even though we were indoors, thank goodness, at the Barnes & Noble inside the mall and with air conditioning, they still look so hot wearing those costumes and all in the summertime. But fall and winter wouldn't be so bad, but right now it's just so hot. Oh, my goodness, it's so hot. I called a company in Washington, D.C. this last week, and they said they let all their companies go home and work from home because it was 100 degrees. It was just too hot for them in D.C., Washington, D.C., and that's something. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get on track. If you want to call in and talk about Big Brother and or Valerian, Spider-Man Homecoming, other movies, TV show reviews, uh, call into the show. The phone number again is 323-642-1556. Again, 323-642-1556 is the switchboard number. And we'll play one more song and then be back and I'll start telling you my thoughts on these shows and movies and hopefully get y'all opinions too. In the meantime, here is another song by a past uh, a past guest named Misty Mayhem. Check out Misty Mayhem on Facebook. She has awesome music. This is called Reason to Live. Enjoy. Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high, looking down on the world. Slave away so I can make a dime. I ain't up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup.
Again, that was Reason to Live, the Mayhem. Uh, check out her music again. You find Misty Mayhem on uh, Facebook. I don't know if she still has the website. I know she's on Facebook still. Let me look and see. MistyMayhem.com. Yep, she's still got her website. Perfect. <laughs> A lot of people just switch to Facebook, so I have to double check sometimes. So, yes, you can find her uh, both ways. You can go to mistymayhem.com, M-Y-S-T-I-M-A-Y-H-E-M.com, or go to facebook.com forward slash mistymayhemmusic. She was my first guest, so she has a special place in my heart. I, I, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's true. I found her music I discovered on YouTube one day. I was like, oh my goodness, I really want to interview this girl. She's awesome. So she was my first interview. You can go back in the archives and listen, and it was so fun. It's one of my favorite, favorite types of interviews our artists were uh, we play different songs from their album, and they tell stories behind the songs. That's so fun, like behind, kind of behind the music style. It's really fun and interesting to hear the stories behind their music, behind the, each song. Um, there's one song, I'm trying to remember the name. It's one of my absolute favorites. About, I think it's called like Dance or Dance With Me. It's so beautiful. I love all her music, but there's that one that's just like my absolute favorite. But again, uh, she's my first guest ever and just adore her. So shout out to Missy Mayhem. Hope you're doing well. And in the meantime, let's start talking about uh, some TV shows and movie reviews. Let's start with Big Brother. I'm probably one of the oddballs out on this, but I don't care. I'm kind of excited that Jessica won out head of household. I mean, I love those inspirational stories. And Big Brother, that's what I'm always reading for the underdog. Cody, uh, he happens to be from from here, from Dallas-Fort Worth, where I live. He's, I believe, Plano. He's a Marine a Corps veteran. My first dad was a, a Marine, so hoo-ha. Shout out to Cody. And uh, he was evicted, and, and I think one of the first or second, no, second, I believe, evicted from the house. And then something like that, early stages. The first guy that was evicted, poor thing. He was only there a few hours. I don't even think he stayed the knot in the house. That's just awful. <laughs> Could you imagine going all the way to this reality show, going on Big Brother, and you're evicted after a few hours? What a bummer. But I'm not crying for him too much because let me tell you, even as the first house guest evicted, man, if you make the show, you can make the bucks. And I'm not just saying on the show, but after the show, you can get, I mean, I, one of my goals is I would love to be on the show, one, because I think I would learn a lot about myself and I would I enjoy the challenges, you know, challenge myself physically, mentally, all that, and, and the social game as well, I think. It's a, but also after the show, after the game's over, the competition, um, once the show ends airing these people these contestants the smart ones they seize opportunity and they make whatever their dream is come true i mean because you've 
like say for me, like an aspiring comedian, right? All right, um, go on the show. People, you know, kind of learn about you. Then after the show, you know, you can do the meet and greets and then start booking like comedy gigs, what have you. A lot of them do like motivational speaking. Uh, or one of them like wanted to own a gym, start doing like gym classes, like, you know, or um, I don't know. Just look it up. You'll see what I'm saying. It's pretty cool. And and it's interesting too, the way they get paid, I think, is per, they don't get their paychecks till after the show finishes airing, I think. But of course, they all either. Of course, the whole ultimate goal is to win the five hundred thousand. Like the finalist, the person that wins the whole competition, I think it's five hundred thousand. And second place, I think two hundred fifty thousand, something like that. But the ones that um, are evicted early go home, and I think it's about halfway through the season they start sending them to what they call jury, where the jurors live in this house and they keep getting paid like stipend. So while they're in the, the Big Brother house, they're getting paid, you know, per week. And then those that make it to jury are getting paid per week. I want to say even a, maybe a little more amount per week. So, you know, no one wants to go home early because as long as you're on the show, you're getting paid, basically. You're getting a paycheck, like your food and room board all covered. And then and then when the show finishes airing, you get this nice big paycheck. Hey, that's pretty cool. I know one time. Uh, I think it was when Vanessa Russo, do y'all remember her? She was in the final two and Steve won. Yeah, Steve Moses, Stephen Moses won against um, Vanessa. And uh, Vanessa already had money. She was like a poker player. Her and her girlfriend like had this nice mansion in Las Vegas. So they hosted this Big Brother after party. Basically, you know, I had invited all the, the uh, contestants uh, as guests to their home. I think it was Halloween. Yeah, Halloween party. And one of them made the comment, like, I would go, but I didn't make it to jury, so I didn't get the nice paycheck like y'all. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting insight there. But anyway, I actually like Vanessa a lot. I hope she's doing well, too. Um, anyway, so again, about the current season of Big Brother. Uh, so Cody got evicted early. Uh, Paul, this veteran... He was on, they call him a veteran because he was on Big Brother last season. He lives right there in Los Angeles. He's a local. I like Paul a lot, too. I like. I really don't have anything against most of them. The Josh guy this season is driving me a little bonkers because <laughs> he's kind of up and down off the wall. But I know it's all about entertainment. It's probably why he's acting crazy. I don't know. I think he said it's his first time ever away from home, too. So could you imagine your first time away from home ever being on a reality show? I mean, not even going to camp. Are you kidding me? That's just so crazy to think. So the Josh guys kind of drive me crazy, but the rest of the, the cast members so far kind of, kind of cool. I like them, but again, I like to root for the underdog, and that's uh, right now Jessica and Cody. That's in the showmates. They have three showmates in the house. Jessica and Cody. Um, also Mark and Elena. Cody's from here, and so is Elena. Elena's from Dallas Fort Worth. I forget which town, but she's on a part of a, a radio station, Kiss FM. Uh, the Kid Credit Morning Show is part of that. Answers Call sometimes does on-air personality stuff, too, a little bit. Uh, so Mark and Elena, the second show me it's. And the third show me it's is my favorite, and that is um, – I can never remember the guy oh, guy's real name. They call him Silver Fox. I can't remember his real name. I want to say Matt. Is it Matt? I'm not sure. And Raven. I love Raven, the red hair. She is so cool. She's, like, the most bubbly person. She's my favorite on the show. But again, I'm really excited that uh, Cody did a battle back. They did like the last four or something that got evicted. Uh, contestants got to battle back, and one of them got to come back. Uh, so Cody came back. Well, technically had a battle against the other 
evictees, and then he had a battle against Paul because the house got to choose one house guest to, to battle against that the evictee winner, uh, battle back winner, and that so it was uh, Cody won the battle back and then had to still win against Paul that the house guest chose him uh, because if Paul beat him then then Noah Victor would get to come back which is kind of weird this season so it's called like a den of temptation I think is the theme this season so it's a lot of twists they're changing you know gotta change things up keep the ratings up right <laughs> yep yep keep those views up and uh, anyway I really, really secretly have been hoping that Paul and Cody would become like frenemies because they're like enemies, can't stand each other, like back and forth, you know, like Paul voted uh, or put up um, Cody on the block, helped get him evicted, but then Cody battled his way back and won, and then his girlfriend won just one house of guests, so they're safe, and then she won this temptation where if they are put on the block, which they won't be this week because she won had a household, but like say... The next week she's put on um, the block, either of them, she can, they call it like hex, like a halt. She has a, a twist to the game where she has this benefit. She won a temptation she won where she can um, halt halt the game where they won't be put on the, or they'll be on the block, but then she can stop it so they don't have to be evicted. They won't go have to go home. So I'm kind of curious to see how that goes down. But the twist is you don't know what the uh, punishments are like every time someone wins a temptation, America votes each week. And I think it's over. I don't think, I don't know if they're even doing more temptations or this was the last week they're doing them. Something weird they said about that. Um, then some, something happens and you don't know until it happens. So like, I guess we won't know until she, if, if, and when she uses this halt path, uh, hex, whatever to stop, you know, if they get on the block or, or and or Cody, then somehow they're saying it's going to change the game up, but we don't know the cause and effect yet. So I'll be real, real intrigued to see how that plays out. Yeah. So what do y'all think about Big Brother? Who's your favorite, like, house guest so far? Who do you hope wins, makes it to final two? Is it too early to tell yet? I know I get even more into the show, like, towards the end when it's, like, down to, I don't know, say six people or so, because they have more one-on-one conversations. You really get to know a lot about each house guest more so then. Um, but it's still cool. There's this one guy I'm really impressed with. He's the oldest guy in the house from, like, New York area, I think. His name's Kevin. He's, like, the dad in the house. He's so suave. And I i don't think I've seen someone, uh, the oldest contestant, last as long. Or maybe Donnie. Did he last that long? Uh, anyway, but again, I haven't watched all seasons. I only watched, started watching it like three, four years ago. I know, too much. <laughs> I don't know why I always say I'm not going to watch it, and I still do. I just don't watch all that Big Brother After Dark as much now. So it's not too bad, I guess. All right, so call in and share your own thoughts on Big Brother. And when I come back, we'll also talk about some movies, including Valerian and Spider-Man Homecoming that I've seen. But if there's other movies you've seen I haven't, feel free to call in and share those thoughts, too. Uh, again, that switchboard number is, let me find it, <laughs> 322-1556. Again, 323-642-1556. Or you can message me on twitter.com at coffeetalkwc. All right. In the meantime, let's find another song because I feel like I'm going to lose my voice if I don't alternate with that music. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to play a different song by a different past guest, Brandon Hilton, who I call Beautifully Handsome, my dear friend. Miss you, love you. He's over in the South Carolina area. And let's find a beautiful song by him. This is called Heart Goodbye. 
beautiful theme song to the movie he's a main actor in called Midnight Cabaret, along with co-star Alexis Kelly, Alexis Kelly, rest in peace, also known as Michael. And shout out to Donna Clark, my friend, the movie director. And check out their Facebook group. Uh, go to Facebook.com and look up Midnight Cabaret. It's a really great movie. Can you? 
Again, that was Heart Goodbye by Brandon Hilton, written by Jonathan Hobner, and it's the theme song to Midnight Cabaret Movie and the movie by Donna Clark. <laughs> so shout out to all of them, my friends in South Carolina. Miss you guys. All right. So we still got a little over an hour to go, plenty of time to call in, speak your mind, want to hear your beautiful voices. So call into the show, say hi. Phone number again is 323-642-1556. Again, 323, area code 642-1556. And we're talking about some TV shows and movie reviews, including Big Brother. Uh, I think we'll kind of jump over now into the movie reviews for a bit. Uh, let's talk about Valerian and then Spider-Man Homecoming. Valerian, I saw it today. It was an interesting experience. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the D-Box? It's like a... It's like a theater seat. It's a movie theater that like moves motion like along with the movie. It feels almost like a 3D ride kind of chair. It was interesting. I don't know if I really care to do it all the time. Luckily, I had the option to turn it off, so I didn't have it on the whole time, just part of the time. You can even choose the level. Like it's it's kind of like a vol- TV volume where you can go up down like on the uh, level of the motion you feel on the chair. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I started at the highest level, then went down, then turned it off for a bit, and then I was getting sleepy because I was kind of bored because the middle of the movie was really slow and boring, and so then I turned it back on to try to wake me up, and then uh, honestly, I really thought the introduction, like the the beginning part of the movie, especially the opening scene and the ending scene were the best parts of the movie, but the rest of the movie was <laughs> hilarious, I'm sorry, but it was just so slow. I mean, and I, I it's just one of my pet peeves with movies. When I see so much potential, all the scenery was gorgeous. It was beautiful. I liked the, the Rihanna scene where she did the little dance act. That was awesome. I loved her in Battleship. She's an amazing actress. But this movie just did not do her justice except for her, they call it like in the movie, they call it her performance, her her little dance striptease act. It was She did awesome. She's a great dancer, performer. I think the dialogue was just terrible. I think the movie was very slow. It was very long, which I noticed that's the trend with a lot of movies in themselves. They could cut out at least 30 minutes. This movie could have cut out over an hour. It was so slow. I mean, truthfully, if the whole movie had been like the opening scene and the ending scene, it would have been an awesome movie. They should have had so much more action. I know I'm a girl. I don't care. Yeah, they had a romantic aspect. I was so bored with it. Sorry, I really was. <laughs> maybe, maybe five minutes of romantic aspect would have been all right, but they, they just over killed it, just overdid it. And uh, it was kind of hokey. And, oh, man, I just hate that it had so much potential. You know, Fifth Element, I love that movie. So I got my hopes up because they even gave credit. They were like, this is like a visionary Fifth Element. And then um, I understand, like, this was based on a French graphic, you know, novel or comic book series Valerian is the main actor guy name and then Laureline the girl's name <sighs> yeah <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts I want to I wonder if any of you actually liked the movie I'd really be intrigued to hear about why you liked it but if not then let's both vent together about how much potential this movie could have had how frustrating is that y'all I'm going to play another song. When I come back, I'll probably read some Twitter reviews, hopefully get some calls from y'all or messages to read, and or, um, or and, and we'll also talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. And we should talk about Wonder Woman because that was a really good movie. Even that one, I'm going to tell you, I thought was like 30 minutes too long. 
but that has probably been my favorite movie this summer. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I really hope the Emoji movie's good, too, because it looks so adorable. Okay. Let me alternate, play another song. I don't know why I keep losing my voice lately. Oh, my goodness me. I need coffee. <laughs> ah. All right. So, play. Um, I almost clicked Christmas music, but don't really feel like doing that. Even though there is Christmas in July theme, maybe I should. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right, all right. Um, hmm. How about another Bean song? Noelle Bean. Look her up on Facebook. No L is N O E L L E, and then B E A N. Noelle Bean. She also goes just by Bean, the artist name. Beautiful, beautiful voice. I love Bean. She's awesome. I'm trying to find a cute, fun song to play for y'all by her. This one. This one's really fun and cute. It's called Cookies and Cream. Enjoy. Don't 
Again, that was Cookies and Cream by Noel Bean, also known better known as Bean, her artist name. Such a cute, fun song. By the way, side note, I'm looking at my adorable doggy. Looks like he he got a little tired taking a nap now. Hopefully, I got him settled. Oh, that's why I kind of call it like when I get him calm, <laughs> settled for a while. So, anyway, I love my dog. All right. So, where were we? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I was talking about Big Brother. Um, talked about Valerian. Let's talk a bit about Spider-Man Homecoming. That movie was pretty cute. Again, it could have at least been 30 minutes shorter easily. I don't know why. It's like, why don't you cut the movies at least 30 minutes short, save some money on your budget? I don't know. I just think these movies lately have been a bit too long. But I really did like Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought it was pretty cute. Um... I'll be honest, though, with y'all, I'm kind of tired of sequels and remakes. I really miss the originality, creativity. Um, I really loved Wonder Woman. It was a beautiful movie. Um, wasn't perfect, but I really liked it. What do y'all think? Call in. Again, the phone number is... <laughs> ah, what's the phone number? 323-642-1556. 323-642-1556. Twitter. Give me just one more second here. Uh, one second. I'm trying to just post on Facebook to remind everyone how to call in. Okay. Almost there. Forgive me. And then I'm gonna I'm about to read some reviews on Twitter about Big Brother, Valerian. Spider-Man Homecoming, probably Wonder Woman 2. I'm really intrigued to see the reviews on Valerian because um, what happened was when we were leaving the theater, everyone was like, so what'd you think? What'd you think? And almost everyone went, it wasn't bad, but I guess it was okay. And then this one lady goes, it was just really weird, (laughs) y'all. I was like, are you a fan at all of (laughs) sci-fi? It was just funny. I don't know. Maybe you had to be there. I thought it was funny. Okay. So, again, if you want to call in, share your own thoughts on, like, TV shows, movie reviews, uh, mostly TV show Big Brother and or movie reviews, uh, summer movies, including Valerian uh, or Spider-Man Homecoming or Wonder Woman or any other movies out there lately, call into the show at 323-642-1556. I'll keep trying to watch that switchboard. Still got an hour to go. Plenty of time to call in and speak your mind. All right. Cool. So let me go over to Twitter and see what some people are saying. Let's see. Here we go. Hashtag. We might try to call Jumanji. I'm still trying to break the habit and not call my old friend and old co-host pageant dad anymore. It's still hard to not say that. (laughs) Good old days. All right. So... Let's see here. Definitely want to check out what people are saying about Ballers on HBO as well. Shout out to Owen. Oh, y'all follow Omar Miller. That's his Twitter name, Omar Miller, my favorite actor that I was mentioning earlier. Uh, new season of Ballers is tonight. Since I'm hosting my talk show, I'm recording Ballers, so I'll definitely watch watch it first thing after I wrap up here and hopefully get an interview with him soon. I love Omar. He's such a good guy. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's start with Valerian because I'm really curious as to what people have said on Twitter about that. Oh, interesting. 
This guy wrote, THR Matt Baloney on Twitter wrote, Valerian cost $180 million and opened to $17 million. Girls Trip cost $20 million and opened to $30 million. Oh, interesting. The two movies I'll probably see by myself, Girls Trip and the Emoji Movie. And I think I'd actually prefer the Emoji Movie. Uh, yeah, the Emoji Movie or the Girls Trip. Husband could care less about the Emoji Movie or Girls Trip, of course. <laughs> but uh, since I have a little downtime off work, besides having to get a lot of car stuff done, and pray it all goes well, and I get a chance to go to the movie Sneak Away while I'm off work, then I really, really want to go see that cute Emoji Movie. Oh, and I hope I like it like Wreck-It Ralph is like one of my all-time favorite movies. Wreck-It Ralph and um, Megamind. Love those movies, which is so funny. People are always surprised by that because they think, you know, I, I don't know. I'd rather watch Wreck-It Ralph or Megamind than Titanic. Let's put it that way. I don't know if that means Tomboy or what. I don't care. I just love, <laughs> I love Wreck-It Ralph and Megamind. I think it's because I root for the underdogs and they're kind of like the the bad guys in the movies, but they have a good side because I always believe everyone has a good side to them sometimes you have to dig deeper to find it but oh man i just i love those movies and the emoji movie honestly kind of is to me the concept of wreck it ralph you'll see what i'm talking about if you've seen the wreck it ralph movie or even the trailer it's like the same concept because i mean basically wreck it ralph in a video game and has to leave that world and go to this other you know save save themselves or the game will be erased and the emojis are kind of the same way they have to leave their you know, go to the cloud. You know, it's all computer lingo, which I think is so funny, technology lingo. So in the trailer, they're like, oh, you know, we can't stay in this app. We have to go to the cloud and go to a different world, go and get on the cloud, and see our, our, all our emojis are we're all going to be deleted. <laughs> There's this guy thinking about, like, erasing his phone or getting rid of his phone or something in the trailer. I don't know. It looks really, really silly, y'all. Oh, I guess I sound like a kid at heart, but I don't care. Okay. It just looks so cute. All right. Okay, where was I? Oh, yeah, Twitter. Okay, Valerian. Let me find some Valerian reviews. Most of these so far are just about the box office cost and all that. Oh, now this one's funny. I got to retweet this guy. I like you, Matt Callville, on Twitter. The best thing about Valerian is that it eventually ends. Oh, that's a good one. Even though I do like the opening scene and the ending scene. You know, actually, now I think about it, it was when I saw Spider-Man Homecoming, they did a um, they did a promotion for Valerian. They showed the whole first scene of Valerian. The opening scene where like the aliens and humans over the years meet each other and show the different looks, styles of their faces, costumes, and all that. It was really interesting. How funny. Oh, this guy ran into an actor. How interesting. Ran into the homie Chris Wu at Guitar Center. LOL. Haven't seen him in years. Catch him in the new movie Valerian in theaters now. Well, that's cool. Jeff Burnett. Oh, tweet that to be nice. Show positive and negative reviews. I gotta be, I gotta be objective. So I'll, I'll show, I'll retweet both sides of the story here, both <laughs> negative and positive reviews. I'm just so disappointed. I mean, that opening scene was, and the whole scenery throughout the movie. You know, Fifth Element is beautiful scenery, but it's also good acting and good dialogue. But this one, it just was beautiful scenery and a good opening scene and a good ending scene, and the rest was just so slow and boring and. And it had so much potential. I just feel like they missed they missed the mark big time with Valerian. I'm just so sad about it. Oh, this is interesting. This says uh, Benu, B-I-N-U-H-H on uh, Twitter. Benu wrote, the Valerian was like Star Trips, <laughs> Starship Troopers meets the fifth element meets Avatar. Great movie 
IMO. So, so I also won't actually like the movie, in my opinion. Well, they said great movie IMO in their opinion. Interesting. Well, there you go. Now, this sounds like me, kind of. Really, <laughs> this is uh, Zachosaurus Rex on Twitter wrote, really enjoyed the first 10 minutes of Valerian until the main character was introduced. <laughs> you guys are cracking me up. I love it. I'm trying to find, like, one or two more reviews on Valerian real quick. Oh, man. Oh, USA Today wrote, the best critic slams of Valerian. It really is that, all caps, that bad. Critics advise Rihanna to pretend this never happened. And Dane Dane with a couple of indie films. Okay, that's just terrible. Okay, one more review. I'm having too much fun reading these Valerian reviews. This is just, this is just so bad. Suzette Chan on Twitter wrote, I loved parts of Valerian, just not the characterization, dialogue, or narrative parts, but it's visually, excuse me, what I'm saying, but it's visually stunning and worth seeing in 3D. See, that's what I'm saying. It's beautiful scenery. It is visually stunning. Well, that's it. Like, it's, you know, I've been doing this silly challenge with myself lately, trying to get my family and friends to join me where you, like, mute the TV, right? And you just do, like, a silly voiceover for any scene and post a video, right? I'm not kidding. That this movie would be perfect for that. I'd have more fun <laughs> just just muting the movie. Maybe I should do that when it comes on DVD. Just mute the whole movie except for the opening ending scene. But the rest of the movie, I'll just make up my own dialogue. Like seriously, I'm so tempted to write my own little script for Valerian because I think I could do so much better. How terrible is that? Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm saying that, but it's true. <sighs> oh, this person wrote, "Wow, I can't believe Valerian was longer than all Transformers movies combined." <laughs> And that was uh, Real Hawk Ripjaw on Twitter wrote that. Okay, okay. I got it. I'm going to have an asthma attack because I'm about to laugh so hard if I keep reading these silly reviews from Valerian. So let me switch back to another song. Still got almost an hour to go. Uh, when I come back, we'll talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. But if you call in, feel free to share your thoughts on any TV show, movie reviews, uh, especially Big Brother, Valerian, Spider-Man Homecoming, Wonder Woman, really any summer movie because I'm intrigued to hear more about other movies too. Uh, but any of those we've mentioned as well. All right. So don't be shy. Call and say hi. The number again is 323-642-1556. Or you can message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. And uh, I don't know if I've told you all lately, but I have like stage fright. I don't know what happened. I seem to have conquered it in the beginning. And all of a sudden I got it real bad again. And the, my friend, my old college friend used to be my roommate at one time, uh, little Jenny, I call her. Thanks, little Jenny. She wrote, get back on it, girl, because I had a, a, you know, Facebook, how your memories come up. This is from two years ago, uh, today, two years ago today. I wrote Life of a Comedian, and it's all my, like, notes, my messy handwriting, my notebook, my note cards, all this, because as a comedian, uh, the background on a lot of us is, I know I'm an aspiring comedian, I'm not professional, but you'll, if you're in the stamp comedy world, you know exactly what I'm talking about, really any, any type acting or creative arts. Um, but a lot of it is, I think that's amazing because I love to write and it's like 80% writing, 20% performance when it comes to stand-up comedy is what I learned when I, when I first took the class. And I don't know what happened. I just have this horrible stage fright and it's preventing me from following my own dream. It's just this frustrating thing. I was watching like, I can't remember the name of it. I was watching, uh, no, it was NPR News, NPR News last night. Uh, it was a really cool little segment. I can't remember the name of it, but it was about this guy that had a nervous breakdown and afterwards just let everything go and just decided he was like, I think in his seventies and decided to 
put this workshop together basically and hosted like I think six weeks, got all these opera singers and just who was a director and just winged it. I think three weeks or six weeks, something like that was very short term for, for preparing for an opera. And they did like a Macbeth, which was kind of sentimental for me because my father who taught at my high school, taught British literature to the all the seniors uh, and then he was known to act out all of Macbeth. So anyway, so this opera was like a little Macbeth. This guy, director, they interview him during the whole process, three to six weeks of him being a director and following his dream and directing an opera and just winging it and not, you know, not having a lot of time, like a crash course and just, just going for the gusto. And he said a lot of things that kind of struck a chord with me. And one of them was that he was talking about how he, you know, I forget the way he worded it. Basically, it's kind of a like catch-22 where you have your passion and your dream, but at the same time, it haunts you because you're so afraid to do it and go for it. And I don't know. I, I can't explain it. Like, I can give a motivational speech. No problem. I can get on stage. I can tell you my whole life story. I can motivate you. No problem. I mean, I've done that. I've done all that. You know, being a reading adoptee, having endometriosis, distracting me, being a foster care mom in the past, all, all that stuff. I can, you know... I have no problem about talking about change challenges in life, overcoming difficulties. I can motivate anyone, anytime, any place, any venue, small or large. But my true deep down passion that I realized a, a few years ago is I really love making people laugh. And I really, if I could figure out how to do this and, and, and conquer the fear, I would love to be a full-time professional comedian. Like that's my true passion, my true dream. But when I try, I don't know why, I freeze up. I I just bomb. I've gone to open mic nights. I just totally, I mean, people say I do okay. My community friends, I think they're just being nice, honestly. I think I only had one amazing night where I was the most vulnerable and didn't care. And it was awesome. And then I think what happened was the best performance I ever gave at open mic night, where, like, I got high fives and everything. Like, I did so great. Afterwards, I was like, oh, no. I don't know if I'd hurt my family's feelings or not. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And that kind of sucks because I really want to be free and like be vulnerable and share because creativity is a great therapy. It's an outlet for me. Stamp comedy would be an awesome outlet. And ever since then, after I had the best night ever, I had this stupid stage fright issue because now I'm all afraid. Like, Oh my goodness. What if I say this or that and hurt someone's feelings or do this or that? So I, I just freeze up and I'm trying to figure out how to overcome it and overcome stage fright all over again and get back to it. So anyways, that was on my mind because this Facebook memory I posted shared was um, the life of a comedian. I wrote at the top and it has my little soda. I love Coca-Cola with cherries. <laughs> Even though Mike will tell you, they're so funny. They're like, yep, yeah. go to the bar. She's like, yep, she'll never drink alcohol. She just, that's the girl. They always say, that's the girl that drinks Coca-Cola with cherries. She never, <laughs> never orders alcohol. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't drink much. I mean, I do drink, but hardly ever, but I do drink. I'm not, you know, robot. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I'm looking at this picture right now. It's just mm, making me really miss it. Well, I've been missing it, but yeah. Maybe if I just get back to the writing part and get my courage back up. While I'm off work, I really hope I can try to get myself back on stage, at least to one or two open mics. But, oh, man. Oh, tell me if any of you have stage fright, how you conquer it, how you overcome it. I know everyone will just say, get on the stage. I'll just do it. Problem is I get on the stage and then I blank out or I – get clammy or freeze up or I tell I still tell the joke like I I am one of those people you put the spotlight on I do just go for it but I honestly just haven't 
been the same since that best performance I had where afterwards I'm like, oh, man, I finally said everything I really wanted to say, and now I'm scared that I'll hurt people's feelings. And oh, I guess that's part of the problem. I shouldn't care what people think. But trying to trying to figure out how to be a nice comedian, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard to tell jokes and not offend anyone. I'm going to be honest with you, especially nowadays. <sighs> especially on family, like that's the problem I have is, um, I'll say the, this last and then go back to the main topic, but for any artist, I think your your best creativity, your best performance is when you're most vulnerable, when you're most open, you're most honest about your life and your situations. And for me, that's very difficult because there's a lot of hurt feelings in the family and stuff and, and with me and and I, it's my outlet. And, and then I'm afraid, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't share that. But I really want to. I really want to use that outlet to, for me. But <sighs> anyway, all right. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So <laughs> one day I'll figure it out, hopefully soon, because uh, that is still my dream, my passion. So if you know how to conquer your own stage fright or if you have or if you, or if you have stage fright, let's <laughs> vent together. Or if you have some remedies, I'd love to hear them. Maybe I need to call up my friend Will Will Cohen. He's really good about like self hypnosis and stuff. I think he's got an upcoming gig in Dallas. I need to find and share with Dell in case anyone wants to go. Maybe I should look into that see if he can help me because he actually was in my stand up comedy class with me and did the we call it showcase graduation a few years ago. Oh, breathe, Shell, breathe. We got 45 minutes to go. Uh, call in, save my breath, call in, speak your mind, share your thoughts on TV shows, movie reviews, including Big Brother, Valerian, Spider-Man, Homecoming, Wonder Woman, and more. Again, that phone number is 323-642-1556. And I finally figured out how to get this chat room back open. I know some of my old loyal listeners would love to come in the chat room, so in case you want to hang out, you can come to the chat room now. Go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash coffee talk with shell um the chat room and come say hi all right in the meantime let me play another song oh, or you can message me on twitter at coffee talk wc but i hope you'll call in so once again that phone number the switchboard number 323-642-1556 and in the meantime let's play another song so we still got 45 minutes to go and play another bean song i hope you won't go hope you'll stay a while that's the name of the song stay a while
Again, that was Stay a While by Bean. Check out Noelle Bean on Facebook. Check out her music. All right, uh, awesome artist. So let's see what people have said next on Twitter about Spider-Man Homecoming. Let me read a few of those reviews. Give me just a moment here, and I'll keep watching the switchboard, too. Uh, if you call in, just hang tight. I'll get you as soon as I can because I'm having a toggle between screens. Uh, so, again, that switchboard number is 323. Where's my switchboard number? Oh, my goodness. Forgive me. 323-642-1556. Again, area code 323-642-1556. All right. Spider-Man Homecoming. See if I can find some reviews on it. Looks like I guess because it didn't, it didn't come out just now. The the first tweets are more like box office stats and reviews. Oh, this person hadn't even seen it yet. Six minutes ago, X O and G wrote have yet to watch Spider Man Homecoming. Sad face. So I'm gonna retweet them. <laughs> oh. Oh, my goodness. All right. And I like this quote from the movie, by the way. Spider-Man movie itself, um, that's their Twitter name for the movie, Twitter uh, handle, wrote, you only go through high school once, but it changes you forever. Hashtag Spider-Man Homecoming. That is so true. That's actually, and it's with the nice little movie poster of the characters. That's actually a pretty good quote. My friend and I were joking about how we really could care less about going to high school reunion, which is ironic because I've gone to like all my high school reunions, but this next one, I'm just kind of like over it. And we were both, we both agreed. We were like, I think he only went to like the first one. I hadn't seen him in so many years. And uh, <laughs> we were both laughing about, nope, really don't want to relive high school. You know, they ask that all the time, would you, would you relive high school if you could? Nope. No thanks. Been there, done that. No thanks. <laughs> That's all right. Once was enough. Still trying to find any reviews. I cannot. Find, I guess it's like older tweets because these are all, man. So far, all the Spider-Man Homecoming are just, goodness, they're just like merchandise and <laughs> box office stats. I just want like regular everyday people like me opinions about the movie. And I guess because it didn't come out just like yesterday or whatever. Well, it wasn't that long ago it came out, but yeah. Wow. I'm going to find older tweets. Man. Oh, so if you've watched Game of Thrones, I don't watch the show myself, just so you know. A lot of my family watches it. Most of my family friends do. I just don't. The only thing I watched really was the scene with Ed Sheeran because I'm a huge fan of Ed Sheeran. But uh, sadly, I know he didn't get good reviews <laughs> of his appearance on the show. Maybe a little sad. But I still love him. I love him and his music. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming was good to me. Mr. J006 on July 14th wrote that. That's nice. Let me retweet that. But if you want to call in and talk about it, that's fine because I know – before my show went on hiatus for a few years, uh, everyone was calling in talking about Walking Dead. No matter what topic I had on the show that night, as soon as Walking Dead ended, my loyal listeners would call in and start talking about Walking Dead in that episode. So have at it. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I'll listen to you if you want to call in and share your thoughts on that. 
or ballers. I haven't seen the episode yet, but you can go ahead. It's okay if you want to give spoiler alert. I have it on DVR, so I'll watch it here shortly. So if you want to do reviews on ballers and or Game of Thrones, and there's a new show. Well, I don't know if it's new. I hadn't heard of it till tonight. What was it called? Insecure or something? Also on HBO. It looks like there are three big shows on HBO tonight. Feel free to call in. Share your thoughts on that, too. At 323-642-1556 and or Big Brother or other movies like Spider-Man Homecoming movie reviews. I'd love to hear your thoughts on um, Big Brother. That that show I could probably talk about all day, all night, honestly. Because, I mean, there's just so many aspects to that show. I am struggling to find reviews on Spider-Man Homecoming. Hmm. Oh, this is a funny tweet, but it, apparently this guy wrote it before the movie came out or right before he saw the movie. <laughs> B's writer on July 14th tweeted, What I'm looking forward to most in Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Oh, oh, the sequel, okay. How this Spidey deals with J. Jonah. And God, I hope he don't run a newspaper. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh my goodness me. You guys crack me up. Okay, I want to go on to Wonder Woman because that was like my favorite movie so far this summer and I want to see what people wrote about it. Then maybe I'll read a few tweets since I did just see the Whovians, my friend, the Doctor Who fans, and that whole controversy about the new Doctor Who's going to be a lady. I'm neutral on it, honestly. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't care if it's a man or woman, honestly. Oh, I love Wonder Woman, by the way. The actress, Gal Gadot, I thought he's saying her name. She's awesome. This is so cute. Oh, yeah, Comic-Con's been going on, and they did all these trailers. That was I was like, why are all these shows trending on Twitter yesterday? It was like Flash, and um, what's the other one after Flash? Oh, Arrow, and I was like, what the heck? And I was like, oh, no wonder. They were doing, you know, they promote the new trailers, Walking Dead, all that, the Comic-Cons. And I think it's the Comic-Con, yeah, Comic-Con San Diego is like the biggest Comic-Con of the year. So anyway, a variety tweeted, Gal Gadot shared a moment with a young Wonder Woman cosplayer while signing autographs with the Justice League at San Diego Comic-Con. It's really cute. I'm going to retweet it because the little girl's so cute. I love Gal Gadot. I think it's so cool she was in the Israel Army. It was really interesting to, to see behind the scenes how she trained for the Wonder Woman movie and her diet and everything. Oh, wow. CNN tweeted two hours ago, Wonder Woman will return for another solo adventure. The first film had the biggest opening for a female director. Oh, you go, girls. That is so cool. Yeah, I forgot it's a female director. And, of course, the main female actress. That's awesome. Wow. Variety tweeted 11 hours ago, Wonder Woman is officially the highest grossing movie of the summer with $389 million domestically. That's amazing. You go, girl. Love it. Love it, love it. Very cool. Wonder Woman 2. (laughs) MTV tweeted, Don't worry, Wonder Woman 2 is officially happening. Yes! That makes me so happy. Very cool. I can't wait. I can't wait. And I know, as I just said earlier, I'm so sick of sequels and remakes, which I am, but Wonder Woman 2, I'll make that exception. (laughs) Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right, let me play another song. I'll keep watching the switchboard and chat room and Twitter, all that jazz and more. Oh, my goodness. Um, 34 minutes to go. I need some more coffee. 
The phone number again is 323-642-1556. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this next song. This is called Glamour's On Me by Brandon Hilton. Enjoy.
brings tastes like cotton candy. Don't run away, cause I've gotta have you, baby. I'm a slave to fashion made me. I feed off glamour, I'm a zombie, baby. So, again, that was Glamour Zombie. I know I haven't watched Ballers on HBO yet because it's on my DVR. <laughs> and I'm going to watch it. Um, looks like got 30 minutes to go. So, it's about 10.15. I'll be wrapping up here. 30 more minutes. 10.15 Central Time, that is. But uh, let me just see for grins what people are saying on Twitter. Since it was season premiere tonight. Oh, I like how HBO wrote... Uh, they tweeted, when the game gets bigger, ball harder. I like that. Let me retweet that. And The Rock, also known as Dwayne Johnson, tweeted, culture and relentless ambition just came home. <laughs> I love that. Enjoy the show and ball hard. Nice. Very nice. Oh, congrats to Stephen Curry, 30. Made my acting debut on Ballers HBO Season 3. Check me out tonight. Very cool. Congrats to him. I'm trying to retweet any tweet I read. Let's see here. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, also tweeted, Yes, Taylor Swift 13, but I call her Tay-Tay. It's our thing. Enjoy the show tonight, dude. Oh, that's cute because this guy wrote the rock. Uh, hey, her stroke. The rock singing Taylor Swift. <laughs> Shake it off is reason alone to watch ballers on Sky today. And I do believe we have a clip. Oh, that's funny. That looks cute. I can't wait to see that on that episode. That looks silly. I think I wonder if that's a crossover. Cause didn't he do um, the lip sync battle? Did he do that to that song? Shake it off song. The rock. That is a cute song. That song's very catchy, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. So funny. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. A lot of promos. I'm just trying to find more reviews for y'all to read. Uh, Omar Miller. He wrote on July 21st, never fear the HBO Summer Squad is here. <laughs> Ballers HBO and Insecure HBO. That's it. Yeah, it's called Insecure. It's back. Um, let me retweet that. Yeah, so that, that show I've never heard of before. I know of Game of Thrones, of course. How could you not have heard of it? You know I don't watch Game of Thrones. I've definitely heard of it. But yeah, Game of Thrones, Ballers. Ballers I've always watched from day one, episode one, because of Omar. And Insecure. I'll have to check and see what Insecure is about HBO. I wonder if I'll like that or not. I have no clue what that show is about. Interesting. TV is already on HBO. Hello, have a great season. Kick off Omar. Oh, how nice. LJC22 Lloyd wrote, and then Omar wrote back. Appreciate you. Very nice. Aw, Deb Foster27 wrote, I'm ridiculously happy that Ballers HBO is back, baby. Aw, she tagged some of the guys' names. The Rock, Rob. Oh, I love Rob Cordray. He's a good actor. On, on Ballers. He and The Rock are perfect together on that show. Uh, Richard underscore Schiff and Omar Miller. Very nice. I retweet her tweet. Shout out to the dog, Deb Foster 27. Apparently a fellow fan like me of Ballers on HBO. Very cool. And also Hula Val wrote In My Glory Now, Ballers HBO Marathon before new season. Hip hip hooray. The Rock and Omar Miller. I've missed you bunches. Oh, how nice. That's pretty cool. 
Very cool. I'm really intrigued to find out if they still don't have a set. The first time I interviewed Omar Miller about Ballers, I was really, really fascinated that with that tidbit. When he explained to me they had no set, they had just different locations that go around Miami filming. So I want to know if they still do it that way or if they have any sets now. It's really, really interesting. Very cool. All right. So, again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on Ballers or Game of Thrones or Insecure, because apparently these are the three big shows tonight on HBO, and Ballers is the only one I personally know that I watch. Well, I know of Game of Thrones, but I don't watch it. Then, again, you can call in and share your thoughts at 323-642-1556. we got 25 minutes to go. In the meantime, let me play another song. You can message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. You also can join Coffee Talk with Shell uh, Facebook group. Go to Facebook.com, look up Coffee Talk with Shell. Just remember Shell spelled C-H-E-L-E. The two L's. But I love to hear your beautiful voices. Call and speak your mind. So again, the switchboard number here, 323-642-1556. In the meantime, let me find another song for y'all. Here is... This song I try to never, ever forget. I try to always play a tradition. So it's going to be a little slower pace, but it's an important song to me. It's a dedication that I make to all the military and veterans and their loved ones. And it's in memory of the unit that that um, that were for, for, from Fort Campbell that listened to my talk show that served in Afghanistan. And over half their unit died, killed in action, including their own captain that had introduced my show to them. This is a memory of them and dedicated, again, to all the military and veterans and their loved ones. Can never say thank you enough to each and every one of you for all the sacrifices you make and all you do for us. So on that note, here is Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. This is for all of you.
Again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Sparehead. Once again, that's in memory of the unit from Fort Campbell that had been stationed in Afghanistan a while back that unfortunately lost many of their members, including their own captain that introduced my show to them. And again, dedicated to all the military and veterans and their loved ones. Thank you all again for all the sacrifices you make. can never, ever say thank you enough to each of you. So we've got about a little less than 20 minutes to go. Uh, plenty of time to call in still speak your mind say hello the number again is 323-642-1556 we're just talking about tv shows movie reviews uh again looks like it was a big night on uh, hbo there was ballers my favorite also um looks like there was game of thrones and also uh, a show i don't know if it's new or not i need to look into it called i think called insecure interesting title <laughs> So I was looking at pictures on Facebook. I didn't go because I host a talk show at the same time, but um, my husband went over to his brother's house because my sister-in-law, I call little Linus, shout to little Linus, was hosting a, um, they're huge fans, her and her husband, Teresa and John, little Linus, are huge fans of Game of Thrones, like never miss an episode. I know one time we, the four of us, my husband rode with uh, his brother and his wife, uh, John and Teresa. Uh, car pulled together all the way to Houston and back, and we had to stop at their house in Dallas and watch Game of Thrones that they had on DVR before they would uh, drive us back to our home in the Fort Worth side, another hour drive away. It was kind of funny. So I guess technically I kind of watched the episode. I've more played with my nephew 
than anything, but I just can't get into it. I mean, Ed Sheeran was cool to see. I just, I don't know. I just can't get into it. Um, anyway, everyone has different tastes. Like my husband won't watch Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. I don't really watch Game of Thrones, but I was intrigued to see her pictures. It's pretty cool. She's a huge fan, and it was very nice for them to invite me. I declined since I had the talk show at the same time. I already had this commitment, but I do appreciate the invite. Um, it looks like she did a whole theme. It's really cute. She posted all these pictures, did a whole Game of Thrones dinner theme tonight. Wow, she did an awesome job. Looks like she wrote, the North remembers pork tenderloin, red potatoes with mushrooms, and the M's delight, sparkling grape cider. <laughs> to wash it down, lemon cake with cream cheese frosting for dessert. My Prince Trevor's favorite course, Valor de Harris. All men must serve their own place. Good thing I walked four miles this morning. Oh, my goodness. So funny. Yeah, she, a lot of her Facebook posts, she'll, she'll refer to people like as Lord John or Lady Teresa, you know, because of the Game of Thrones style uh, lingo. It's really cute. But that's cool. That's interesting. It looks like they had a nice time, so I'm glad to see that. But again, thanks for the invite. I do appreciate it. I just, I would have gone. I just really had the talk show, and I don't want to miss it when I'm, you know, just starting to try to get back into the rhythm of things and get myself back into doing talk show and hopefully stand-up comedy and all that, you know. been three years on hiatus, and I just don't want to do that anymore but that was very kind of the invite and it really looks cute the cheese will be served when i want it to be served and i want it served now lady elena has spoken (laughs) and there's like a cute little tray oh buddy of like crackers cheese and carrots and then next to it she has a sparkling red grape uh, bottle and she wrote on it i don't know if i'm saying the name right but tyrian's vintage them's delight i drink and i know things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's funny. I like that. That's a cool quote. I drink it. I know things. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. We still got about 15 minutes to go. I'll keep watching the switchboard and play some music as we wind down. If you want to call and say hi, again, the switchboard number is 323-642-1556. Uh, before I forget, uh just want to mention you can always message me your topic suggestions and guest requests. If you yourself want to be a guest, and request that or want to uh, request nominate someone else to be a guest or you just have topic suggestions in general, whether it's like, uh, I don't know, about a book or a movie or a TV show or an actor, what have you, you know, what what a river rocks your boat, entertainment, I, I don't know. Um, it's It's been a really cool journey, to say the least, hosting this show. I always say that, but it's true. I have had so much fun and learned so much and met so many amazing people that I just people kept saying is your show gone I'm like no I knew that eventually I'd return because I just met so many amazing people and I also wanted to take a time uh, to mention and, and, and remember a couple of past guests that unfortunately have passed on that I had the pleasure of knowing one of them was my dear friend Captain Louise Montavon check out the last book he left called uh, Tuesday's Promise it's a sequel to his original book I interviewed him about called Until Tuesday. So again, check out his last book, a call, his last love letter to all of us, Tuesday's Promise, about his service dog, and and much more than that, actually. It's about military veterans, service dogs, uh, really either uh, people with invisible disabilities, either you yourself or someone you know most likely, uh, you can relate to somehow, some way, reading his stories. And uh, he mentions a lot of people he helped along the way in this last book. It's really, really, really good book. And um, I've just had trouble finishing it because I cry at times because I miss him so much. He passed away unexpectedly 
due to suicide, unfortunately, in December. And my other friend I missed and want to mention is Stan Ballou. And he was known as, like, Mr. Fantastic. He helped me as, like, a sales mentor. Uh, Mr. Inside Sales, another guy named Mike Brooks, I initially interviewed has good friends with him was like a mentor to, to Mr. Fantastic. And they both were like mentors to me. I had the privilege of interviewing both of them. I work inside sales full time on the side. And well, I don't say on the side, cause that's my full time Monday through Friday job. Normally uh, during the week, I'm very blessed to work from home and do that. Love inside sales. It's not, there's a big difference. If you work sales, you know what I'm talking about. There's a big difference between direct sales and inside sales. And I am all about inside sales. I don't like direct sales, <laughs> but they taught me so much. And, Unfortunately, um, Stan Ballou, also known as Mr. Fantastic, unfortunately, he passed away due to lung cancer, same cause of death, and that's my, why my birth dad died in, a few years ago. So near and dear to my heart causes. But again, I just want to take a time to mention them and remember them and, and just, you know, take a moment to, to remember them. And that's part of the reason I decided to actually return to the show because I was thinking, if I hadn't done the show, I may have never known Louise. I may have never had a friendship with Louise and uh, near dear. I may have never met or known Stan either. And these are people that were good influences and helped me along the way, you know, paved the way in my life for different reasons. So I look forward to hopefully hosting many more segments, variety of topics, and meeting many more various inter. Um, I won't say entertaining, but <laughs> diverse, talented uh, people. I was always inspired each time I interview a guest for different reasons. So, again, you can go back in the archives. Uh, it is a podcast on iTunes. You can also go back on blogtalkradio.com forward slash coffee talk with Shell, listen to past interviews. And in the meantime, once again, you can message me on Twitter at coffee talk WC with your topic suggestions, guest requests, if you just want to say hello. And uh, what was the other thing I was going to tell you? Oh, I hope you'll keep tuning in <laughs> Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. Still looks like about 10 minutes and more music as we wind down. And hopefully we'll get some past guests back on the show again soon. All right, including Omar Miller that's on Baller. So check him out and check Ballers out on HBO. Really cool show. Very fun with The Rock. All right. In the meantime, let me find a song for you. We were talking about, oh no, that's, I was about to, about to say we were talking about Spider-Man Homecoming, but then I realized Lois Lane is with Superman. <laughs> so I'm going to play a different song. There is a cute song called Lois Lane by Bean, but let me change it up a little. You know what I think I'll do since we're winding down, and in case you're a new listener to give you a feel for the show, I'm going to play a compilation, a mix of uh, snippets from past interviews episodes, along with some music by Brandon Hilton. Enjoy. Here we go. One second. <laughs> Let me find it again. Here we go. Here we go. Going on to coffee in Texas. I'm going to give it one more ah. chance, actually. I'm on my way to lunch, and I'm going to give it one more chance, but I can't wait <laughs> to get back to fresh beans in California. Oh, see, Starbucks is my favorite here. So I was like, no, I host Coffee Talk with Shell, and he doesn't like the coffee here in Dallas. It's I mean, terrible. You know what, though? No, I haven't had Starbucks here. I've had That's the problem. From, I just want yeah, chocolate mocha. Okay, you got to get, get it. Good coffee besides Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I make really good coffee, so hey. Hey, you. What's it like out there in Hollywood? What do you consider home? 
Well, I mean, South Carolina is home, but Dallas is home too. I have, I just, I consider I have two homes, you know. And one, I mean, there's more family. There's a different kind of family. We each have two families, you know. I have family here and I have family there, but it's two different kinds of families. Like, this is like the monster family. <laughs> home is like Dallas. the Beverly Hillbilly family. Everything that you would hope would make you feel so good. I'm good. May I ask who's calling and from where? Yeah, my name is Ross from Los Angeles, California. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god, this is Ross Matthews. <laughs> it is. How are you? I'm shaking. I love you. Oh, yes. you're so cute. <laughs> we all dream, but nobody love it and you embrace it and you just, you know, you're fearless and, you know, it's a great thing. And in our dreams we rule the world. And that inspired me to write Midnight Cabaret. We all have the money, have the money. There was a lot of attention, but then it kind of cooled down. And we all drive the nicest cars. Like motto in life is just to have fun and just um, you know enjoy life. And, and it took so long to realize that something was missing. Oh, oh. I would like for this book to be a movie. That's my next big dream. That's Excited and you know a, a little bit nervous as far as like the crowd and stuff, but um, it was it was awesome and I, and I had a ball performing and um, just you know meeting new people and meeting football players. It was it was a, it was a dream come true. And uh, I found that uh, you know telling Sean's story is not only helping me heal, but it also helps me spread the word that this stuff. Of the things that's happening with Sean, uh, which is happening every day in this country, should never ever have to happen again. Good, good. I I say to her, you you are so beautiful. You are that child that just went. That you're that person that just went through so much. But it's okay. So these are the news stories of our time, which is sort of my my hope for the future. Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Who's calling in from where? Hello, this is Ross from Los Angeles. Hi, Ross, how are you doing? This is really Ross. Can call in and pretend to be me because this this voice is an instrument <laughs> and a gift. <laughs> so I don't know if it's rep- you have to find a very very brave woman to replicate this voice. Would you still love me if I was the only, not only? You, everyone listening, and to you, Shell, for watching it. It just means the world to me. And so you said time to call Shell. So. I'm so glad you picked up, and a hi to everyone listening. You think that you know me, so why don't you show me who I am to you? Susie, you know my bio mom. Hi, Al. 
I'm going to be among the dying. I'm clowning the mystery. We can make history. I'll teach you a thing or two. They weren't spending their time there, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And would you believe me? No reason to leave me. Don't give me the third degree. They were laughing. They were enjoying their time. Everyone that I ever talked to was so inspiring to me. Upcoming artist, and her name is Bean. Thank you so much for having me. I've been on a show like this where I get to talk live and it goes through like a radio on the internet. It's so cool to me. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Mom told me, she was like, whenever you came out of the womb, you, you came out singing hallelujah. So being able to finally release music to the public, it's like the most freeing feeling ever. You wanted to shave your head, and I was like, don't you dare. I know. Yeah, you I and your stepfather wanted to shave your head. I said, don't oh, no. you dare shave your head. <laughs> I would have, and that's why I came up with the pink wig idea. The pink wig. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, oh no. The video that you made with the pink wig on. Her name is Grace Doe Bush. My favorite books of all time now is called Perusing, Crafts and Art Section, and it's called Crafty Superstar. I'm always just really, really bored if I don't have a project. Not necessarily all fun and glitter and sparkles all the time. There's a lot of hard work. Calling so my daughter could talk to Santa Claus. Oh, hello, Leah. How are you? Good. Hey, you know, Rudolph is sitting right next to me. He said hi. You know. Tell him I said hi. I love seashells and coffee, hence my talk show named Coffee Talk with Shell. In 2009, it's been a huge journey, blessing in my life. I've interviewed many celebrities, uh, some via phone, some in person. Uh, Super Bowl came here in... 2010, and that was probably one of my biggest pivotal moments in my talk show uh, journey. Life-size corn maze, and you have to find your way out. Quick way I could make a gingerbread cookie. (laughs) Yeah, um, you can go out and buy the the store-bought gingerbread mixes and just... um, (laughs) It just mixes up together and make you in the oven. Well, you told me. Buy <laughs> <laughs> a gingerbread mix, Joe. It's easy as that. So, again, that was just a little compilation of past interviews, snippets from past interviews, and um, music by Brandon Hilton in between. Hope you enjoyed that, kind of get a feel of the variety of the show. And, again, I hope you'll tune in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life, on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. And don't forget, in the meantime, message me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC, C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C, at Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. Message me your guest requests and topic suggestions, or if you just want to say hello. And uh, you also can join the Facebook group. Go to Facebook.com and find Coffee Talk with Shell. Don't forget, Shell is spelled C-H-E-L-L-E. Just want to thank each and every one of you again so much. 
for tuning in, uh, whether you're listening live or listening uh, uh, later on in the archives on through blogtalkradio.com or tunes as a podcast. I uh, just want to say thank you all so much. Can't do the show without each and every one of you from the listeners to the guests and more. So thank you all and co-hosts too. I've had a few co-hosts, mostly my friend Jumanji, but I've had a few other co-hosts too. I've even had the, the uh, privilege of having a couple of friends help out in the past host the show when I wasn't able to make it. So huge thanks to them as well. Uh, Trish and Alex, thank you all so much for doing that in the past. And who knows, I might ask you to help me out again in the future. I think Trish offered to co-host again, if I remember right. I need to check on that. All right. So again, thank you all so much. Wishing each and every one of you a wonderful week ahead. And hope you'll keep tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always Friday in life on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. All right. This is Shell signing off. Bye.